Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Hey everyone, it's Kyle Cannon and Lily Cannon. And welcome to Speak Seductively, our podcast. Um, Want to let you know this is going to be a special podcast. We did a toy review several months ago. Uh, we'd received a number of uh, adult toys to play around with, and we had a lot of fun doing those reviews. And in the last couple of weeks, we've been fortunate to have a couple of additional sponsors come on and send us some things. So uh, I do want to direct you to our YouTube page. There'll be links in the description. But um, Lily has done some unboxings and some descriptions. We've shown you what we've received, um, especially some of the lingerie. We just did a shoot tonight with the lingerie. Yeah, you guys have to go check out the YouTube page, especially if you're going to listen to us talk about the toys. You really need to go see the toys. So go check out our YouTube page as well. Yeah, we there, there were some absolutely amazing toys that we got. So Yeah, so let's talk about them. We've had a lot of fun with them. We have. Them too. We have. So let's talk about our first toy. Um, so there was a vibrator that um, was not just a vibrator. It had a really special function. And the special function that it had was thrusting. So you really have to go check out the video. I cannot describe it to do it as, no. as much justice as it as it is when you see it. And and I have to say, um, we might have been a little skeptical about mm -hmm. how, how good this toy would be. Yeah. And I know doing the video, um, uh, Lily had it running yeah. and she was giggling. It right. was like, I, oh my God. Oh I thought my the God. whole thing was just comical, but... Um, true to our word, we try things and, um, we have tried out that toy and I have to say, I really, really enjoyed that toy. Um, yeah. I had a good time with that toy and a really fast orgasm with that toy. Yeah. I was, I was shocked. We were just playing around and, and using the toy and I think it was on the mega thrusting. Yes, I believe it was. Mega thrusting and vibrating. Yes. And, um... I don't want to share too much, but we were we were talking and having fun, and then all of a sudden, Lily had a massive orgasm, <laughs> and and it just kind of shocked me because it was so fast. Yeah, yeah, it's um, I I would highly recommend that toy for any couple, any single. It it's one of the better vibrators I've I've seen out there, so. I would highly recommend that one. And, you know, I would say stuff like this is great for a couple 
if you're fantasizing about three ways mm. or yeah. swinging, um, because I, I enjoy, I, I was caught off guard, but I love watching Lily have an orgasm. And, you know, this is one of those things where you, I can be watching her and having fun and watch her have an orgasm and love that look. And, mm -hmm. um, if you're, just thinking about swinging, it gives you that perspective of how would I feel, you know, actually focused on my spouse having an orgasm. Yeah, you get to have that voyeur um, fun. So yeah. you, you get to have that fun where it's a little maybe safer for you. So you, you feel like you're in a more safe environment with that. So, so on that toy, mm -hmm. um, again, watch the video because we, we've got links on where to buy it. You can pick it up on Amazon. I will actually have the link and the name of the company that, that does all of the toys we review in the description. But in our previous toy reviews, we did um, orgasms. We went one to five orgasms Yes. as far as, as our rating scale goes. So yes. I give that one a five. Yeah. For I, sure. I, I give it a five as a watcher and, and a participant. It, was, it yeah. was a lot of fun. And one thing about that toy is that it's not overwhelming. So the size is not one of these gargantuan, like, porn star type penises where you're going to get that out of it. Um, it. It's just, I would call it just an average. It's an average size penis. Um, and, but, but there's so much more to it with the thrusting and um, the vibrating, the vibrating. Oh, it has it heats up too. Yeah. Yeah. And it has the tongue. Oh, that's right. That was the I best. I forgot that. <laughs> um, I think that's what sent me over the edge more. So it's, it's, um, there's an extra, uh, protruding bit tongue. And it's, it, a tongue. it's a tongue it's a tongue um so it, it's anatomically correct with balls and the penis but then on top of the shaft um opposite of the balls it has this little mouth. they call it a clitoral stimulator and yes Boy, it does, does. It. yeah i again i was skeptical i'm i'm usually pretty skeptical about some of these toys um but that one yeah i i enjoyed that one a lot yeah, I, I've got to chime in and say that one was a ton of fun. So the thrusting vibrator is that—that's one we'll probably use again soon. Yeah, maybe even tonight. Yeah, I'll keep—I'll keep that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and and there are plenty of toys that yeah. get just kind of dropped in the bottom of our toy box and. Which, by the way, we're getting a big toy box. Yeah, our ever-growing toy box. So. Um, we joke all the time that if anything ever happened to us and somebody had to clean out our house, it would be be pretty interesting mm -hmm. for whoever had to do that. <laughs> so if you're looking for the thrusting vibrator, we'll have links to all of these things. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say that the price point on a lot of these toys are not as expensive as you would think that they were. So I was really surprised with the thrusting vibrator and it's near the like $30 price point. And for all that it does and all of the yeah. mechanisms that it has, I, I'm actually really impressed mm -hmm. that it's at that price point. So I would check that one out for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got two more we mm -hmm. want to talk about. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so the next one would be a bullet, um, except it's maybe not as small as some people might imagine a bullet to be. So um, so we've got several that are are tiny, mm -hmm. almost lozenge 
<laughs> kind of things. You know what I mean? You, you just use a lozenge. I did a... just use that as an example. <laughs> I know. I think they're bigger than that. But um, but this one is, um, I don't know what to compare it to. Well, the things you were talking about, it's... Um, it's 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 a little bigger um it's boy we should be better at giving descriptions really there is should. a video for this so watch the video <laughs> you can see it um but the things you liked about this one were the buttons mm-hmm. um really easy to access and to use yes um multiple vibrating modes um yes. cleaning and charging was yes it excellent. has it has a charger so one of the things i said about it in the unboxing was that i was really happy that it came with a charger and not batteries um and that's just a, a personal thing that when i'm cleaning my toys um i want to make sure that there's no places where i can open it and mm-hmm. be able to get water in somewhere and corrode a battery or, you know, whatever. Well, and if you have these toys at home, you know, like, um, we, we have a couple of bullets, um, Mm -hmm. older than this one that you had to change the batteries out in them. Mm -hmm. And so you have to unscrew it. And if you have these toys, you know what we're talking about. You unscrew it and then it never screws back in properly. And we had a couple where the threads actually broke and, and you can't use them. And they came from good companies. Yeah. And there. then the power company or the power company, the power button never worked again. <laughs> power and- company says, hey, you're using too much electricity <laughs> Right at like, midnight. What, what the are, hell are you doing? What are you charging <laughs> over there? Um, so, yes, this one comes with its own little charger. And I really appreciated that. And I really liked that about it. Um, I do like the size of it. It's about the length of a crayon. And that is sure. a ridiculous like example, but mm-hmm. it's about the length of a crayon. And it may be a, a three quarters of an inch in diameter. Yeah, it's it's really discreet. Um, it, it really doesn't look like much of anything. Um, so I keep it in the nightstand and I um, use it whenever, mm-hmm. whenever I fancy it. So, um, I do, I do really like that one. That's one of my, one of my more favorite toys. Bullets have always been one of my more favorite toys because I am, um, somebody who likes stimulation of my clitoris. So I really enjoy those toys a lot. And, and Lily will probably hit me for saying this, but she, she likes to use them when we're having sex. Mm-hmm. And as a guy, you know, if you've never done that before, um, there, there's an old, old, uh, blowjob joke about getting a Hummer mm. and <laughs> it is, it is like that. So not only are you having great sex, but you're getting a Hummer down yes. there. Yes. So. And if women, if you don't orgasm every time, and if you have a hard time getting to orgasm before your partner does, then that is a great way to be able to do that. It's a, it's a really good way to send yourself over the edge Mm -hmm. Um, and, and be able to share that experience, both of you. So, uh, five orgasms on that. Yes. Yes. I would give that one five. Cool. And then we've got one more that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. And I think we'll just quickly go through this one because it's very similar to the thrusting vibrator, except that it doesn't thrust. Um, and then it's shaped slightly different. It's more oval. Um, it's like an elongated egg kind of shape. Yeah, I think reading the description, it was set up to have more contact with the G spot. Mm-hmm. 
And then it has a clitoral stimulator. Yes. So, yes. Um, so it's very similar. Um, listeners, it, don't you like how technical we are? <laughs> I know. It has a very specific specifications, um, which is why they're specifications. But um, yeah, so it, it very much works like any other vibrator, except it has the clitoral stimulator, which is, I, I think, a, a fantastic new addition to a lot of vibrators mm-hmm. that that was not always a thing. And if you're not always a good thing. Sure. Yeah. You, you had an older vibrator with uh, mm-hmm. the rabbit ear kind of thing and it didn't, didn't yeah. work as well as these do. Uh, yeah. I mean, older vibrators, if you've been a connoisseur of vibrators over the years. Um, <laughs> and we are, we have an antique vibrator collection. <laughs> antique. Um, yeah. So these, these are not, the older style vibrators. I, I'm really impressed with the advancements in technology <laughs> of sex toys, and that is such a hilarious thing to say, but um, I am impressed with them. So yeah, this one has the stimulator, and you you get a remote with it, and so the remote can uh, function with, with both parts. So the uh, dildo part of it, so the G-spot stimulator, what goes inside, has its own button and, and modes and modes and the g-spot stimulator has its own modes clitoral sti- oh i'm sorry geez, uh, the clitoral stimulator there are <laughs> way too many parts to a woman um <laughs> that need to be stimulated but oh my god i love them all <laughs> and if you get them all whew, that's that's good stuff right there <laughs> kind of reminds me of that friends episode a yeah a b b a a b a c d d d d yeah, that's a good episode if you haven't. And maybe we just aged ourselves there for a second. But are you enjoying the podcast so far? To help us continue bringing you quality and interesting interviews, please consider supporting us. To learn more about Kyle and his work, follow him on Twitter at Kyle Cannon Author or on Instagram at Kyle Cannon Fiction or Facebook Kyle Cannon. Now back to Speak Seductively. Welcome to Speak Seductively. If you were listening and would like to support us, please follow the link to make a donation. Our goal is to bring better quality and more guests. Your support always helps. Um, yes. So I would, I would give that one, I, I, I would give it, now, I would give it a four. And here's why. I would give it a four because I have already used the thrusting vibrator. And so if I'm comparing things that I would prefer to use and things that are in my lineup, like in my toy box, and I would mm-hmm. choose one, I'm going to choose the thrusting one every time. So if you're looking for one to use, then that that would be the one that I would go for every time. So yeah, and personal preference, and, and we forgot price point on that mm-hmm. is going to be in the mid 20s to about 30. And then the bullet is, uh, I think, a little over $10. So it was a great price for a product that we love. Yeah. Yeah. And just more fun in the bedroom. So if you haven't, we're very much advocates of playing in the bedroom. So if you haven't brought a toy into the bedroom, we very much recommend that you do. It's, it just makes things so much more fun. Yeah. Just like any toy. Toys make things more fun. So you ready to jump to our next segment? Yeah. So read Kyle's book. (laughs) (laughs) So before we, before we jump into that, um, 
please look at our, our videos. We're just starting off on YouTube and um, so happy with the subscribers that we have already mm-hmm. and the comments. Um, and I, I hadn't shared this with Lil yet. We had one one comment that came in today uh, where uh, the person was asking why, why we wore masks mm. in the video. And I know we've talked about it before, but if you're new mm-hmm. to us... Um, I'm going to dump it on Lily to explain why we wear masks. Oh, good. Thanks. So we wear masks because we uh, like to keep our identity secret. And so um, we're superheroes and (laughs) we prefer to keep our personal... I'm dildo man. Yes. Um, No, we, we have a sense of uh, personal space. And so we would like to... It's a privacy issue. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, what we do is maybe not always accepted by everyone in society. And so um, the way that we are able to do this and be able to speak as freely as we do, we prefer to have masks on mm-hmm. and kind of hide our our true identities. But um, it doesn't change how we actually feel about any of these topics. Yeah. So. And and it's also come up. Do we wear masks at nudist resorts? And the answer is no. No, no, but no. But no, that's no. a whole different, yeah, different ball game. Yeah, it's it's one of those like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, well, what happens at a nudist resort stays at a nudist resort because so, everybody's naked, right? And if you see someone there, who's going to go tell that? Hey, I saw this person at a nudist resort because <laughs> then you are outing yourself at, as being at a nudist resort. So if you want to, you know, pot call the kettle black kind of thing, then. Um, you have no right to do so. So um, that is why we wear masks. Yes. And we share that a lot. So if you go back to our podcast and listen, we've we've shared that many times. And thank you for the question. I forgot the gentleman's name who put that up there, but thank you very much for the question. Hope we answered it and yeah. um, on to our next segment. Yeah, please keep keep coming with the questions. We love it and we will be as open as we possibly can. But um, so, Kyle... You have a new book coming out. I do. I do. Yes. So tell us about Sharon and her next sexcapade. Okay. So if you, hopefully you're reading my books, um, I'd encourage you to go to Amazon. All of my books are on Amazon. All of them are free with Kindle Unlimited. Um, Sharon's Submission is the book that I'm getting ready to publish. It's coming out on October 8th and it's currently available for pre-order. And um, before I get into anything else, I want to thank people, um, my Twitter followers and Facebook followers and Instagram followers, because you guys are going out there and buying it. I am so excited that pre-orders are three times what I've ever seen before in any of my other books. So thank you. That says a lot to me. Um, It means a lot to me. But um, so about the book. So I wrote Sharon's Punishment, which is the first in this series. And I narrated it. So you can get the audio version of it. So you can get Sharon's Punishment on audio, writ, uh, read, written. It was written by Kyle and it was read by me. And and that has had some amazing reviews, especially the audio book. Um, Lily did such an amazing job with it. Um, but so the book itself I wrote, I wanted to write a story about a vanilla couple that experiments in the bedroom and they fantasize and they have a lot of what some people might consider crazy fantasies. But for me, I wanted to share that it's not unusual for a typical couple to play around. And so um, we'd also done some interviews with people in the BDSM community. And 
Lily and I are not. Um, I, I, I'll just pure forthright with that. We've tried some things on our own in the bedroom. So what I was looking at with this book is how would a couple get into BDSM and what would it look like? And how do you experiment? What do you need to, to communicate? What do you need to share as a couple to be able to get into something like that? And Kyle mm-hmm. and I have definitely shared with each other that it's, it's not our favorite thing. So, mm-hmm. um, but writing, writing about a couple who it is their thing and they do want to get into it has been, has been interesting. So how did you kind of develop these characters? Well, it, I wanted a vanilla couple. Mm-hmm. So Brent and Sharon are both in professional jobs. They work in offices. Um, she's described as kind of a ball buster um, because she's a very powerful, very strong-willed uh, person. Like most of your female characters. Like most of mine. Um, but she's also an incredible flirt and a tease, and that comes in and plays a big role in the book. Um so like I said, she's an incredible flirt. And in the first book, that leads to the, the big action in the book where um, she and her husband, Brent, um, actually invite some of their friends to play with them. And it's actually a shock for Sharon because she she's playing the subservient role. And that leads directly into the second book. Um, they've they've kind of broken through that barrier and now what the heck are they going to do? They've, and they've communicated that she would like to be more of the submissive role and, and she wants to, she wants more out of that. And part of being that submissive role is that the person playing that role is not weak. The person playing that role is accepting that role and wanting more from it because it is, a turn on for them Mm -hmm. to be playing that role. So I think some people believe like dominant and submissive, a submissive is like somebody who just does what they're told. And it's, it's the, the only person getting something out of it is the dominant. But if you listen to some of our podcasts with the BDSM community, um, that is not what it is at all. The submissive is someone who is in control of what they are doing as well. So, and that's something I want to throw out uh, kudos uh, to a friend of ours, Annabelle Allen. She's read through a draft of the book and had some ideas and suggestions on it. But um, that's a big part of the BDSM community that we learned about is Mm -hmm. that it's, it's not about pain and torture and all of that kind of stuff. It's, or losing control. It's about willingly giving control and there's, you know, in the book, I, I try to do a good job of explaining that they have a safe word. Mm-hmm. So if Sharon ever feels like she's over her head, she can use the safe word and everything stops. And I have a... And well, nobody's upset about it. No, and no one no. is is going to feel bad or um, make somebody uh, feel lesser because they've used the word. It's... And that's, that's a part of the trust that is built between a dom and a sub. The, the sub needs to know they can trust their dom, that he or she is going to do what's best for them, what they want. Yeah, because um, it's all about pleasure. I mean, right. the whole thing is about pleasure. So it, it's, you know, however, however the role-playing works, it's still a pleasurable experience mm-hmm. for both parties. So, um, so Sharon is 
wanting more of that. She's wanting to go into more of that lifestyle. So she does. So um, she and Brent had fantasized for a long time about doing different things. And now that they've broken through that barrier, she realizes she wants much more. And um, she and Brent have a conversation and she tells him, you know, I, I, you know, I'm into doing the subservient thing. I, I, I don't play this big in the book, but they both do some more research to see what they need to do it, because it's important to them not to destroy their relationship. Mm-hmm. They want to enhance it and build on it. And they're both a little worried about what this could do to them if they don't do it right. And just everything that we've ever promoted is sex yeah. positivity and all the things positive about that. So, um, not to to give anything away about Sharon's punishment, but um, what's one thing that they get into that you could share? Um, they well, their friends are back. I'm trying to think one thing I can share. There's there's several things that go on in the book. Yeah, um, and. Um, I think uh, one that I had fun writing about was um, Brent and Sharon go to a uh, topless bar in St. Louis. And I've set the scene. There's, you know, you can't, you're wearing pasties and they're painted. Um, And Brent tells Sharon that she has to wait tables and have her breasts painted. And so there's, there's a lot that, lot that goes on around that, um, yeah. because she's just come from her power job in her office and, um, her husband's taking her out to dinner. And then all of a sudden she finds out that, whoa, wait a minute, I'm going to have to wait tables topless and I'm going to have to have somebody paint my boobs. And, you know, so there's a lot that goes into that. Um, and, and it's fun and, um, I don't want to spoil the end, but it's, it's a crazy end. I've had people tell me, oh my God. (laughs) And both of them have a lot of fun. And I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's part of it too. So, um, definitely go pick up Sharon's submission first, if you haven't read that. So you can see where the couple starts off and who they bring into their bedroom and all of the, the fun things that they end up doing in that one. But then, Definitely look for Sharon's submission coming out in October. Mm-hmm. So, October 8th, um, it's available for pre order right now. So, you can get it delivered without even having to think about it. So, go <laughs> order it now. And then it'll show up on wherever you read your Kindle books. So, yeah. we so much appreciate all of you um, coming out and listening to our podcast. And please go look at our YouTube page and subscribe. And give us a shout out. Give us a comment. Um, We love what we do. And this is not something that um, we are doing for... We're definitely not making money on this. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, this is not something we're doing for, uh, you know, making it it big. Yeah, and I, I... If you go back and listen to our first podcast, you know, we were talking about trying to promote my books and mm-hmm. do other things with that. But as we've done it, we've met so many people around the world who all fall into the sex positivity that we're trying to promote um, from different perspectives. So mm-hmm. we've talked to people who are into BDSM, into swinging. Um, we've talked to a couple who does pornography. And, mm-hmm. you know, so there's... There's so much that we have learned and shared. And um, I think months and months ago, we decided, 
I hate to say make it our mission to spread sex positivity, but yes. it's kind of what we're doing. Yes, yes. And just open open the world up to a little more love and a little more fun. So if you're not having fun when you have sex, then you're doing it wrong. So, <laughs> And we do love to hear from our listeners and my readers and all of that. So let us know what you're thinking. Yes. So we are going to take our own advice and we're going to go have some fun. So... Everybody have a sexy night and we'll see you next time. Mwah. Speak seductively.